Hello, a little public service announcement. Um, if you can, please go to mauifoodbank.org and donate for the wildfire that happened in Maui. All right, now here's the show. Thanks. Thank you, John, once again for that intro. Um, today is August 21st. It's about 9 p.m. Uh, we are uh, doing the post-race uh, Headlands 50K. And I have Caroline, C Carolyn here. Uh, but first, I'm going to go over the basics on the race. This is the Tamalpa Headlands 50K. Uh, it took place on Saturday, August 19th at 7.30 a.m. 2023. Jeffrey Stern, race director, managed by Ultra Running Magazine, uh, support through Tamalpa Runners. Website is headlands50k.com. Uh, $190 plus $12.40, so what is that? $202.40. Starts in Santos Meadow. You, you can Google Muir Woods or excuse me, Muir Beach, and it's right near Muir Beach is the start and finish. Uh, you get a t-shirt. There's $3,500 sponsored this year with RNNR, uh, a sponsor through the race. And we had seven DNFs, 321 entrants. It's a 10-hour race, time limit, uh, 6,300 feet elevation gain and loss and uh records still stand we have andy wacker 337 and megan roche uh, 420 uh, and the um the race also has a uh fund for mark rickman and uh there's a link in the show notes for more about mark rickman we'll, we'll probably talk about him in a bit so hey carolyn uh how how are you doing <laughs> Hi, Andy. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So uh, the pre-race, I asked for some photos, and I there are some really cool photos. I don't think one photo does this race justice at all. Um, mm -hmm. And we were just talking about uh, the the registration when, when you check in. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And and. What's Marco's last name? Uh, Trisnati. Trisnati. Marco Trisnati. Yeah, and it's just, it's just such a... So you edited the photo a little. It's like early in the morning. This is yeah. early Saturday morning, like an hour before mm -hmm. the race starts. And it's just the, the most genuine smile <laughs> I could he, ever, yeah. ever imagine. <laughs> I know. He is amazing because we got there. My daughter drove me and uh, we got there like an hour early. So there's only like four cars in the parking lot and which was actually like a meadow. And uh, I thought, oh, good. I'm I'm going to go get my bib and check in. I'm going to be I'll just chill and relax and get my head in the right headspace. And then I go over to the 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 runner check in and it's Marco and and Marco is this guy who is this genuine peaceful spirit he's he volunteers 
all the time for Tamalpa and all the different PCRS races we put on and, and a lot of these different ultras. And every time I see the guy, I'm like, hey, hey, Marco, there you are. And as I was getting my bib number and I'm thinking about my race and stuff, and I thought, you know, this guy never gets any kudos for all this volunteering he does. And I just, I turned around, he's talking to somebody else. I tapped him on the shoulder. I said, hey, Marco, do you mind if I take your photo? And I just snapped a shot and then I went on with my day. But I looked at it later. I'm like, this is good. I'm going to, I'm going to do something with this. So, yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a great, it, it's, great it, it's a, it really sets a, a great, like positive vibe like really great spirit right before the start of the race yeah Um, yeah yeah, and there's a couple more you have uh one there's the i really like the banner it's just really simple you have the two flames on either side of the headlands 50k and it says tamalpa and there's like two it's like four by four posts looks very uh Are those posts like permanently there or do they put those posts? No, up the... they, they put those up. And, and the interesting thing is that that photo was taken immediately after I take, took the one of Marco. So I took that of Marco and I'm walking back to the car and I'm passing the banner. I thought, hey, I'll just get a snapshot of this. And it dawned on me, it's like, this is really the calm before the storm before <laughs> like in five minutes, this parking lot you know meadow area is going to be packed with people and runners being nervous and runners warming up and runners trying to use the bathrooms and runners everywhere and it just it was such a serene moment i thought i'm just gonna take this and yeah it was (laughs) and literally five to ten minutes later the whole place was buzzing with people (laughs) cool cool shot so the the strava activity uh, I, I'll have a link, but I don't know if it's public. That that, that depends on the person's uh, uh, the person who uh, that which is Carolyn's uh, Strava settings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at the. Um, it looks like from all things considered, it looks like pretty even. You know, even pacing. Uh, do you want to ha- want to just go over like. Uh, how, how well well how is the logistics getting to the start because you live in montana now and you had yeah. to you had to get to the start <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i hopped on a plane and i went to uh you know san francisco airport and my daughter picked me up and i had a hotel room and uh the next morning uh we left early and uh we were driving towards near the Muir Woods area, but I did, I'd never been to Santos Meadows before, so that was really cool to see that. Uh, it's kind of like this little hidden gem of an area, and uh, I'm really happy that they started it there. It was very peaceful, and it was very. Is that is that near the Pelican Inn, or am I a little off? Is that? No, it's not. It's um, you know, if you take the road that goes down to Muir Woods, and then you go. To, you have to take a sharp left and you keep going. I don't know the name of that road, but you keep going and it's another, I don't know, a couple miles to Santos Meadows. And it's just, it's just, just along that, that highway. Uh, and it's oh, nice I see. Yeah. Area. It's Frank, yeah. 
Frank Valley Road. I, I have Google yeah. Maps up right now. So Shoreline yeah. Highway. You're taking uh -huh. Shoreline Highway, the the one, down to Muir Beach, and then you go past mm -hmm. Muir Beach. Yeah, uh, exactly. And you go up to yeah Santos, which is yeah. If you you can also drop down from from the Mill Valley, uh, Muir Woods Road, and come mm -hmm. down that way. Uh, yeah, that's like how we got there. there. Yeah. 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 I, I on a really busy day, I see cars. So so little tip: if you've never been to the Bay Area, people. Don't go to Muir Woods on a Saturday. Uh, <laughs> if 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 you go, go at like 4:30 or 5 a.m. Uh, and 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 leave by like 7:30 before eight. It's just it's just a zoo. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even uh, know. I think you might even need reservations now, actually. You can't. Yeah, I what I've done is I go, I park in Mill Valley, I run over to Muir Woods, yeah. but. You yeah. can also park down near Santos Meadow, which is a couple miles. But it is, yeah. If you're a runner, and there's a trail, there's a trail that um, parallels the road, a Redwood Creek yeah. Trail. So mm -hmm. you you could take that Redwood Creek Trail, uh, and that's like that's only like a mile and a half. You could hike that to Muir Woods, but yeah, yeah, easily. Mm -hmm. All right, so. Start was what seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yeah, paint yeah. paint the picture. What, what was the? Uh... <laughs> well, um, it was I think about three hundred of us, and we were all, you know, as as most race starts are, people are filing into the starting chute, and people are adjusting their watches, and they're adjusting their their hydration packs and they're talking to friends and you know I'm standing like halfway through the pack so not in the beginning not in the end but halfway in the middle and Jeffrey Stern gets his his uh on his stand and he's given directions and thanking everybody and that was really cool and you can feel the the energy just starting to to escalate and you know, people are starting to jump in their shoes and <laughs> shake their hands and you could just feel the vibe, you know, that vibe when you're about to start a race and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, at that point you're starting to think, okay, don't go out too fast, do not go out too fast. The plan, stick to the plan, but the energy around you is so contagious and you're just trying to like, oh, stick to the plan. <laughs> so, so it says, is so you know, hard. That's like oh so hard because it's like you a could party do, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to just and and you're probably tapered a little. You're, you're re well rested. Oh, for sure. You ever see a horse at a start, starting of the race? He's like, yes, okay, let me like, get there. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 kind of ridiculous, but like when you're training for a marathon, and you're running mm -hmm. like seven, like six or seven miles every day, you're yeah. tired, but yeah. then. But then, but then you have this like week of rest or like five uh -huh. days of rest and you just, yeah. you just want to, you're like, you feel so good. And, yeah. and then <laughs> it's, that could be dangerous. It can be. And you have to remember like, okay, okay. Everyone around me's going to, you know, we're just going to go in this group. And that's the other part of the problem is like, you're in a group, there's 300 of you. And so you can't go slower than the group is going you have to move with the group so you don't get trampled but at the same time you, 
you're like, okay, at some point, I hope this opens up so I can just fall back if I want to, or keep going at the same speed or whatever. So, so all of that's going through your mind and you're looking at your watch and you're waiting for him to say the final 10 second countdown. And then, then he does, and then we're off. And, you know, the next thing is just don't trip. (laughs) You don't get trampled by people. And then uh, you, uh, you continue. And uh, so, so it was a matter of focus. I was just focusing and uh, I, I just stayed steady and uh, I didn't try to keep up with anybody. I just stayed right where I was. And, and uh, I felt like everybody was kind of uh, moving at the same pace as I was at the beginning. So I felt like, yeah, the, okay. the first two miles look really like a really easy start. Like you have it was, a little, yeah. little rolling Hills. It's like, and, and I see you, you had like a nine minute mile. You're like running, uh, you know, nice, nice, consistent, pace it's nice yeah Yeah. looks fast yeah so so we were uh we went on the road for a little bit and then we uh, did a left and we got onto the single track trail so if you can imagine 300 people having they must have been tearing on the on the front of this i would be so nervous because Yeah. yeah this would be really this would be really hard to to judge where to be because yeah, there's yeah. like some pros probably at the front, and then yeah, like where yeah. like do you want to do you want to be, you know like should I be a hundred people back? Should I be two hundred people? Should I be at the very back? <laughs> like well, the thing is, is like if you're in the front, you have to move fast. You have to be moving at a pace that's probably not pretty comfortable. And and where I was, I fell in line with like the mid pack, and we're all going about a nine minute pace because we all have to like low single file into the single track road mm-hmm. that takes us to um, we end up going that, up that's a trail system. running dynamic that's really hard like yeah because yeah. you can't a, you can't just necessarily <laughs> i'd say i don't i don't know how long but i don't think you can pace where you want to pace just yeah. because of you're trapped in between like a bunch of people kind of situation yeah. This is like, you know, when you're um, in the Dipsy race and, you, and you're you going and you get on the stairs with a bunch of other people and you're just forced to walk those stairs, even if you're capable of mm-hmm. running those stairs, yep. unless you're really super aggressive, you're just like, okay, I'm just kind of stuck here. But actually that worked out for me mentally because I thought, okay, I'm, you know, just fall in, just fall in. And we were going at a, at a really comfortable clip and I thought, you know, I don't even warm up for the first two miles. So I'm just, this is perfect for me. I'm just going to sit here at this really comfortable pace and just focus on not falling because if you fall in this long train of folks, it's, you're going to take other people out with you or you're just going to get run over. So, I, and then it, this, and then it opened up as we get to, um, uh, what's that? Uh, you know, we're passing by Muir Beach and we're doing that connector trail, which ends up going up coastal. So we get onto that fire road area, which opens That's up. That's pretty steep. Yeah. It's so steep. And then everybody could do their own thing. Everybody could just do their own thing going up coastal. And yeah, that goes, goes over to Pirate's Cove. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, uh, I did a run there with a friend of mine a, a couple months ago. Uh, uh-huh. 
I was I was actually I think it was the Miwok hundred. I was going yeah. to I was going to cheer on some people for me, but I was way too late uh, getting there, uh, and so uh-huh. we just did a a mere beach out to a little past Pirates Cove. But like that's a real climb out of mere beach. It oh my like god! Straight up. <laughs> It's like, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of stairs. And then then you finally get to the top of Coastal. And you're thinking, oh, God, we can go go down now. So if you're a good downhill runner, you can just just start making some time up right there because it opens up. It's a fire road and you you go down. And I I didn't know if they were going to – I didn't study the map close enough. And I'm like, where – are we going to go – up to Tennessee Valley to the like to the parking lot area or not and then then I realized like oh shoot they're gonna have us do that hard right and go up uh, (laughs) that uh, that other steep coast I'm like ah damn it (laughs) and so when I realized that I'm like all right all right all right pace 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 relax we're still in the first eighth of this whole thing just relax you're fine (laughs) so so we we cross over, you know that uh, that little connector trail, and we start now climbing up that other part of coastal, which is equally as steep, and it I it might even be steeper. And you know it's funny because as I was climbing up climbing up that, I was thinking, is this the part that Andy said it's 47 degrees? <laughs> Great. There was a because section, it, yeah, it does say. Really like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like this is it. This has got to be it. Yeah, so okay, so you're going south. So for those listening, you're just you start just north of Muir Beach and then you're 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 headed south along the coast, Tennessee Valley. Be really cool to use Google Maps and then you can kind of see where, where Carolyn's running. You go go you go down into Tennessee Valley, then up again on the coastal trail until you reach mm-hmm. uh Rodeo or Rodeo? Rodeo Lagoon? So, yeah, so you get to the top of Coastal, and then there's a paved section. So you can see Rodeo Beach and all of that sport where the Marine Mammal Center is. But instead of us following that paved pathway all the way down, they had us take the pathway for a little, like a second, and then we veered off to the right again and went down a, a different pathway, single track trail that led us down to, we eventually got back down to uh, coming down into Fort uh, Rodeo, Rodeo Beach, which was beautiful. I've run there a lot, so I knew what to expect there and I knew the treacherous parts of that, but that was really beautiful. We came down coastal, down into what's called Fort Cronkite and uh there was an aid station. No, there was not an aid station there. And uh, I actually lost a couple minutes because I had to use the ladies room there. And I was like, oh, this never happens in a race for me. But I just knew like if I didn't stop there, the rest of the race would be, it'd be a mess. So I, I stopped there and I thought, okay, I'm good. So uh, then we run along uh, Bunker Road, uh, which is pavement. And you climb up that little incline. The, it's the paved roadway where folks can drive into Fort uh, Cronkite. And then 
you end up. Is that after Wa- Walter Cronkite or, or is that just Cronkite? Like, is this Cronkite or Cronkite? I don't know where that name comes <laughs> okay. from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the history there, but that would be good to figure out. So then you get to um, a turn in the, in the, in the roadway and you cross the roadway to the left and you're now on um, it's called Miwok Trail and it's flat for a good I don't know maybe mile maybe and then it starts climbing and you're now climbing up Miwok which is another big climb but it's less steep than what you've just done so you're climbing up a fire road uh Got to, got to and now it. you're going north. Yeah, you're starting yeah. to go north. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're climbing up Miwok. And I think that's a mile and a smidge, like a mile point three or something like that. And then you get up to... Um, Gosh, that is such a to, rough start. <laughs> it is. You have to... That's why you can't go out fast unless you're... Unless you're... Patty O'Leary <laughs> can handle it. But uh, so then you get up to the top of uh, to that climb and then it takes you down a little decline and then you take the left on the Springs uh, connector trail, which is it's a it's a single track, but it's a little wider single track. And then that is a nice downhill descent, which you if you have some good legs left, you can fly down that and you so, go down so we're and, at and like 10 mile or wh- where are we at with that I don't, I don't know what mileage that is um i see yeah, i see yeah 10 10 and a half there's a downhill yeah um and yeah you, you're you're moving along you're like 8 25 9 yeah the heart yeah. rate's so 146 yep yeah, so still feeling good, and I'm and as we talked on the last podcast, I'm coming down into where the horse stables are, where my, oh, wait, my wait. family. Carolyn, before yeah. we get too yeah. far into the race, yeah, what was your hydration strategy like right at the start? Did did you were you thinking? So so I'll be more specific. Were you thinking, okay, I'm going to have salt and potatoes at the aid station, or did you have everything ready to go in your pack? Well, I, you know, <laughs> I, I packed salt in like a little baggie, and um, just just and, salt, and like table salt, or just table salt and a little baggie. And I had my okay. my fluids, and I had uh, my calories, uh, my liquid calories with me, and everything. And I remember debating, like, do I really need this table salt because they're probably going to have the potatoes and the salt <laughs> like at the aid station. And I well, thought, you know well, what, Could, couldn't hurt. I'll just bring it with me because. No, good. I, you know, I don't. I don't want to. I don't know. So I you don't really know. It might, they might not have it there. At, at an so guess, so guess, so guess what? They, they did not have potatoes and table salt. At oh no! <laughs> so I was really happy that I brought my own baggie. So, but prior to getting to that um, full aid station, which looks like it was at mile eleven point five at at uh, Tennessee Valley, I remember feeling like don't. No, that's the second aid station. Okay. So then I thought, don't wait. Do not wait. Do not wait. And so I reached into my my pouch and I just stuck my finger in the salt and I put it on my tongue, drank some water. And I just kind of, I did that 
gosh, I probably did that every like 20 minutes. Just swear. pure salt. Wow. Yeah, Just that's pure salt. And, that, and I've heard, that's uh, yeah, that's that that's a plan. <laughs> and I just I've heard, you know, that that might not be the best thing to do or advise people to do. So I don't want this to be. I'm not advising anyone else to do this. No, <laughs> don't, do not. We do not know what we are doing. Do not do anything <laughs> we are talking about. We're not doctors and we're I, not, uh, <laughs> yeah, we can't I, advise anyone. I, but. <laughs> I, I'm thinking at, at Point Mariah with me trying to open the packet and it like exploding all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I just, you know, I was very aware of like, okay, just pay attention to calf muscles or anything that was uh, starting to to become, you know, talking to me or my fingers. And, and interestingly enough, my fingers never tingled and they didn't cramp like through this whole thing. But the top of my calf muscles did talk to me every now and again. I thought maybe, maybe I need more. Because that's a cramping sensation. I thought, okay, I need a little bit more salt. So I would just dip my index finger into my pouch of salt, and I would just put it on my tongue, and then drink some water, and I was fine again. And I would, mm. I just, so I just kind of did that. So instead of taking a giant potato with a bunch of salt at an aid station, I did it in less quantities, but more often. So it became more of a more often. I was ingesting salt more on a, on a regular you know, basis. I, I like how simple that is. I, I, it's so simple. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. had like, you know, you have all these powders, like there's like a hundred of them that you could buy and they yeah. all have like yeah. all the marketing attached to them. And, and yeah. like, it's just, it's just sodium. It's just, yeah. Well, I was thinking to myself, like, so if I take a, so, cause it one at least at one of the aid stations, and it might have been at all of them, I noticed there was a, someone said, you need salt. And I said, yeah, thinking that there was going to be salt, <laughs> granules. So, so what did they salt. have at the aid stations? And like, were, were there like bananas, oranges, that kind of that stuff? Yeah, and this is really cool. They had kiwi, sliced kiwi, and they had cantaloupe, which I devoured, and mm, watermelon. Anything I love with, cantaloupe. Yeah. I don't know. Anything was liquid. I was just, you know, and then uh, uh, soda, lots of soda. I hit up soda every chance I got. I, I This time I, I brought two handheld. Um, so I had a handheld water bottle in each hand and one I had just plain old water. And then the other, I started with Tailwind and then I got tired of that because it gets kind of gummy. I mm-hmm. can't do... Uh, too many too many of those electrolyte drinks too often but what seems to work for me is this regular coca-cola so so i had my water bottle in one hand and then i've got the other one i'm like i'm just gonna do coca-cola every time i get to an aid station so i'd have them fill up you know my right hand with coca-cola and replenish the water with on the other side my other hand and so um yeah they had potato chips and they had they had tailwind. They had lots of different different things for people to. But I, but my plan on this one was I didn't want to spend a lot of time at the aid station, so I wanted to bring most of my own stuff and just replenish the liquids. So that was my strategy on this one. And uh, I have a funny story because <laughs> this was actually later in the race uh, when we finally got up to uh, cardiac. 
you know, Victor Ballesteros and his wife, they're lovely, lovely people. And they were there just taking care of everybody and the whole team of volunteers are there and everybody's great. <laughs> I said to Victor, this is on the return trip, which so I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but on the return trip, the, this was climbing back to uh, cardiac. And then we only had three miles left to go downhill. And I was like desperate. And I'm like, Victor, can you just fill me up with uh, Coca-Cola on this side? And he, he's running out of Coca-Cola and he's still got a lot of runners coming through. Right. And, and I don't realize this. So I just think, can you just fill me up to the top? And he's just, I can only do like half. I'm like, okay. Okay. And then I look at the bottle that he's got and I, I want to down the bottle that he's got. And I just say, Hey Victor, can I have that? And he's looking at me like, um, you know, you know, there, there are other runners still going through. So I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I want to publicly apologize to him for putting him on the spot because he was like, he didn't, he did not want to say no. And I felt bad when I was running away. Like, oh man, I just made him feel bad. I think. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Victor. Victor, If you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you. Thank you for, thank you for volunteering. Thank you. Thank you for being out there. That's uh, oh yeah, he's a cardiac like all day. Huge, huge, yeah, for sure. Uh, so getting back to where we were on the trail. So we were, so yeah, we, we were like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where we were. Uh, I think lo- we're I'm looking 11. at the map. 5. Yeah, we're 11.5 yeah. miles, and we're down at Tennessee Valley now, where there's a full aid station there. Okay, so yeah, you cross Tennessee Valley twice. So you cross once, kind of closer to the ocean, and then you you go down to Rodeo, you go across to Miwok, and then you have a gradual uphill, and then you're you're kind of, let's see, no, that's you come down Miwok to the to Tennessee again. And yeah, Miwok cuts connector trail down Oak Springs down to uh, Tennessee Valley. Yeah, that has road access, so they can easily get get an aid station there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we cross uh, over, and Miwok continues on the other side, and that's another big climb. That's another big another big steep climb up Miwok. Do Do you ever like take a race? And say, okay, there's four big climbs, or there's five big climbs, because this race has, oh my gosh, one, two, three, four, five, at least six. You could count six big climbs, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And in in my yeah. in my mind, I do that. So like, I could say, oh, I've done three, or I've done, you know, with the quad, that's the easiest, because it's like. Yeah. Well, there, there's yeah. just, um, you know, eight yeah. hills. Yeah. Yeah, I do do that. And since I know this area so well, I'm thinking in my head, okay, we've got Miwok, and I'm, you know, just power hiking up Miwok as fast as I can. And then because I'm thinking, you know, we've got Diaz Ridge to go over. We've got to go down we've got to go up to Pantholt, then we've got to go down to Stinson. Then we've got to climb up steep ravine back up to cardiac. 
And it's like, okay, so so while I'm power hiking Miwok, and you know how you can be your own worst enemy going, I should be running this, I should be running this. And then I think, well, no, you still have all this climbing to do. You won't have any legs left. So so it's just power hike it, just power hike it. And then also you have to think about, well, if I run down, DS Ridge is a great downhill. If, if you're going that direction downhill, it's really fun. But but then you can burn out your quads because you still have once you climb back up to cardiac for the final ascent, you have three miles down from cardiac back down to Santos Meadows, which is another Yeah, and if you're you know, too if you're too blown up, that's gonna be really difficult to run down. Yeah. Uh, so you have to think about running down is is can wear you out as much as running uphill. <laughs> So so, how was yeah. the uh, temp temperature like overall? Oh, perfect! Oh my God, it was perfect. So <laughs> I'm standing there at the starting line, thinking it's overcast. It's perfect. It's perfect weather, and it's we're at sea level, and it just everything felt good. I have to say, everything felt really good. I, there wasn't. It was so interesting because I was very keenly aware of like how is this entire race going to feel, and the race itself was difficult in that it had a lot of elevation and kind of this relentless up, down, up, down, up, down. But I seemed, I felt like I had another gear. Like I just felt like, wow, there's that other gear that I haven't felt in a really long time. So for instance, when we, so we get down, um, now we're on Deus Ridge and we're going along Deus Ridge. Then we go down Miwok, and we're going down, 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 down. We're flying down. We have about to get what down. Mile are, to, are you, about what mile is this? Let's see. Where are we at? We've left. Okay. Miwok. We start DS Ridge at about 14 miles. So we're about halfway there. We're about halfway through the race. Mm-hmm. Um so we're going down, and we end up. Where do we end up? Right down. We're down to, yeah, because we we have to go to. Um, so you cross Muir Woods, like the the um, the road that's yeah, yeah. Muir Woods Road. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just gonna we, name that Muir Woods Road, and it is Muir Woods Road. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah because we have to we have to go we have to go back down to um we have to go back down to Stimson Beach. Am I confusing myself here? That's that's a haul. I oh, I would God. so so you're at like seventeen or sixteen point seven and you're at the bottom of Muir Woods. Um, you know what? I just, yeah. I just figured this out. Yeah. So we go down to Muir Woods and we have to climb up to Cardiac. Another climb. Yeah. That's and that's way. a major climb because you go major. from almost yeah. zero, you're at like 100 yeah. feet to what, 1600 feet? Yeah. And, and then you drop yeah. all the way down to Stinson. <laughs> yeah. So, we, so we're at the yep. Cardiac. And then we have to climb that little connector trail up to Pantol Ranger Station. Then we cross the highway there, and we're now on the Matt Davis Trail, which is beautiful, by the way. 
And we took that all the way down into Stinson Beach. And then we were on the pavement for like a minute. And that's at mile 24 when we hit that aid station there. Zoom in there. The, that's, uh, yeah. so, so you had a, a, a road crossing. That's uh, that that's must be difficult for. Oh yeah, that's the same Dipsy, um, mm -hmm. road crossing. So, yeah. So, so so the volunteers had to you had to have an aid station there probably. Yeah, that was the Tamalpa Runners Club aid station. David Leipzig was there, and Danielle and Paul Herrerius was there. Uh, yeah, it was fun. That was fun to see those folks there. They were there manning that one. Yeah. Nice. And I tried oh, to thanks. steal all their Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> like, give it all to me. <laughs> That's a grind. Because, yeah, you're, oh, yeah. And then, you're like, so, yeah. you're at 23 then, miles there. It was so. 24.1 <laughs> right there. And then they're like, yeah. okay, you have, so David goes, you've got three point, I don't know, three point five maybe miles up to cardiac. And when the minute he says cardiac, it's like, oh, I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's like, oh, this is all going to hurt. It's just going to all hurt. And I just thought, you know, okay, just power hike, just run. It's, just yeah, it's hands, just a hike. It's hike. just a fast hike. I mean, yeah, and so, it, it can it be run. Yeah. But yeah. It's I haven't not, been on a steep ravine side in a while. And so it's fun to get to that ladder and climbing and there was a lot of hikers out so that was cool and people just enjoying the day and you know they they understood the folks that had a bib on the most people just got out of our way it was really nice people were cool people were really friendly and then it was hiking up to Pantol uh, when I got back up to Pantol and then it was that little connector trail right back down to uh, cardiac and then I knew it was three miles downhill and uh I just thought I, you know, I'm just now I'm going to let off the brake, and I just ran down as fast as I could. And at the same time, it it was kind of uneven. It was really uneven and rocky, and especially Heather Cutoff. Once you get down far enough, and then you get to that Heather Heather Cutoff, which is like this 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 zigzag back and forth, back and forth. By that time, I was I've ran I've like, ran I've I've ran up that, and that's that's, that's pretty so hard. gnarly. It's, it's really yeah, hard. a lot of switchbacks. Yeah. So it's, yeah, so I'm running down that. I'm thinking, oh man, I I gotta really pay attention. I don't wanna. I do not want to eat eat I, it here. So I was going up that. It was a 50k. I want to I want to say it was called the um, Headland. No, it wasn't Headlands 50. It was Stinson 50k. It's a different different uh -huh. club, everything. But yeah, yeah. I. I was like in the exposed sun going up that, and that was that was awful. Wow. I, I remember yeah. going, and that was maybe like eighteen miles in, twenty miles in. Wow. That was that was rough. It it's I think it's hard because it's so exposed. You're you're in mm -hmm. full sun, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you're like, does this thing ever end? <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult yeah. to find a, a a pace that you could be that you could do at all yeah yeah so at that point i'm just thinking just don't don't trip it's just you i can see the parking don't face lot plant. Just, don't <laughs> face plant at this point because <laughs> yeah that'll be that would be bad and so just trying to make it to the finish line and and then uh 
it seemed like it just dumped us out right onto the to the grass area. And then I stopped, like all of a sudden there was a finish line, like, holy mackerel. And I just, just booked it. I was like, all right, I'm just going to just floor it as fast as I can in. And, and it was, it was, it was good. Yeah. My daughter was there and, and then. Did uh, she wait the entire time at the finish line? No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I, 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 I woke her up pretty early and she was really tired. She was like, I said, honey, just go back to the hotel. <laughs> I was, that 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 is a an amazing uh child you have if, if she I, hung out at yeah. the finish <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that she went to the start at all or or the finish is, is really good <laughs> yeah she was, she was yeah that's samantha my daughter she's great um so she met me at the end and uh the the end festivities were great we got to cheer on a bunch of runners coming in and uh they had some great food there. I don't know who had the food. I think there's probably some names in in the email from uh, Jeffrey Stern, but uh, they had uh, orange chicken and some uh, white rice. It was awesome. There was oh, they do have right a there. Ma- Mama Hoo Hoo. Absolutely that was crushed it. the food. Oh, Super really grateful good. for Ben and Helene for making that happen. Visit them in Mill Valley yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Ma- Mama Hoo Hoo, and I'm gonna put that in the, uh, the <laughs> show. Eat M- Mama Hoo Hoo. I like the name. That that's, was good. That's fun. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. And the weather was good. It wasn't really warm, and we had lots of chairs for people to sit on. And uh, uh, Car- Carolyn Latham was there, uh, as you know, on the microphone, calling people in, and everybody was cheering for folks coming in, and. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Sounds like a success. Great. So everything sounds, I, I, you know. You know, no, yeah. And I. No big I, surprises. Um, well, for me, uh, to get to the finish line and feel, still feel good, I was like, wow, that translated really well. Like, I don't, I didn't feel wiped out. I didn't feel like, I don't know, for some runners. But for sometimes, did you feel me, like I, maybe maybe you could have gone harder because you felt so good? <laughs> now I'm looking at it thinking, because uh, I was looking at I was looking at my stats and I I didn't know where I was. The only thing I wanted to do, like in my mind, is like I'd like to place at least the top three in my age division. But I, you know, as you're running, you lose track of who you're running with. I like I have no idea where I'm at with this, and so I get to the finish line. And then I look at the stats. I'm like, I was second place in my age division. And that the, the first place in my age division was only three minutes ahead of me. And, and if I had known that, I know I, I would have pushed harder. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> I, but, I once but, lost a place in my age group in an Ironman by 30 seconds. And I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, if I just had known this, I could have. I would have at least tried, you know, I would have tried to make up three minutes for sure. I would have, cause I, you know, I finished, I finished and I felt still real. I felt great. Probably this is my second official 50 K. Um, it was the best 30 mile finish in terms of how I felt ever before. So, so looking, looking at that going forward, I can go, okay, all right, maybe, Maybe I should, you know, 
pick pick that up a little bit. So yeah, so I'll be thinking about that, that is, next time for sure. This is like yeah. a, I won't say perfect, but like gosh, you know your heart rate, the weather, the course, uh, the the race, you know, organization, the the people helping, everything. Like I, I can't find anything wrong with anything. <laughs> no, uh, you know, I have yeah. to say, they, it was really well organized, and um, uh, I don't know if you've been to Santos Meadows, but there's an area where they have a stage, and I could see that they were going to have a band with live music that was going to be setting up, and uh, and I. I don't know at what point the music happened, but that was going to be happening. And uh, it seemed like, it, you know, it was going to go on for a while, you know, waiting for the rest of the runners to come in. Cause I think there was a 10 hour cutoff. And mm-hmm. what's really cool about this is that the folks that came in after 10 hours, Jeffrey's like, we still included you. We included you guys in the time that I was like, you know, that is so cool because, when you're out there doing an effort like that and say you come in 10 hours and one minute and to, mm-hmm. to be a DNF or, or to be not included in, in the stats, that's heartbreaking. Having to do that, that kind of effort. And so I just, I, I just think that that was really cool that the race director just said, Hey, we're going to include you all. We're, we're including everybody. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and, and this was like a real, real professional race. They had ultra live yeah. uh, results. Like, yeah. I didn't follow anybody in real time because, yeah. I mean, the winners are like yep. in four hours. But like, uh, that's really neat for for family yeah. and for. And I saw Lyle Ruman, uh, whose dad yeah. is a runner who volunteers a lot at, and actually. Yeah. Lyle, I, I remember him a long time ago uh, at track on Tuesdays. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just so great because uh, he was like really young and, mm-hmm. you know, I was faster than him. And then he quickly got faster than me and just was crushing <laughs> me. And he was what was what he was ninth place overall. Um, wow. Yeah. And he's how old is he now? He's like, oh, he's 20 years old. It's amazing. Um, yeah, and the first lady, uh, Sarah, no, is it Sarah Beale? I was looking. Oh, no, Jennifer Schmidt. She was fifth overall, 422. Yeah, and she did. Name sounds familiar. And so the the last 50 mile race I did, I couldn't think of the name of it, but it was the Marin Ultra Challenge. That was my 50 50 mile race, and she won that one also. Super fast, super super wow. fast. Yeah, I think she, I, she she did that and I won that. And I think I don't know who the first male male was on the Marin Ultra Challenge. Yeah. Uh, this was Preston Cates um, from Flagstaff, age 26. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah and Pat, yeah. Patty O'Leary, winner of the Dipsy, was uh, second yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so all, yeah. of all the finishers, let's see, we got all finishers. I mean, there's people finishing at 
5.44 p.m. That was the last one. Sure. <laughs> oh, man. And you know what? Here's the other cool thing is that that guy got recognized. There was an award for that, which also very nice. And I think that's in that email that, that people can, or that, uh, yeah, that people can look up. It's, uh, so cool. so was, there, yeah. was there a medal or like, a, like what did you get for the, the finish? Oh my gosh. So the, uh, there was a medal that was designed by a, a local artist, I believe, and it was made out of wood. And it's the symbol, the fire symbol that's on the banner. And it was made out of wood. It was really lovely. And uh, uh, we got other, we got some nice swag. Uh, we got a, a Is a the fire symbol that, like a, a uh, does that have some sort of like, um, I don't know. Is, special meaning? <laughs> yeah, is there, is there a meaning to that? Or is it just a pizza of fire? <laughs> Well, I, I want to make a joke and just say light a fire under your behind and get running, but I don't know. There might be there might be a special meaning to it, but I maybe it's uh, that's a good thing we should look up. I don't know, but uh, uh, yeah, um, we got uh, oh in gingy socks, we got that. We got a little thing of uh, nut butter for chafing. Um, we got. Um, what else we got? I can't remember at the moment, but yeah, it was really good. Got some good stuff. Yeah, I see, I see a couple of names here that I recognize. Good job, Cameron uh, Tully Smith. He's our webmaster. Uh, Jeff yeah. Fawn. Uh, yeah. I saw him when he was doing Western States. Um, yeah. I think Greg Nako was in there, wasn't he? Yeah, there he is. Greg, Greg, Greg did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, Des uh, Vandergroen. Good job. He's a um, he's a local guy. I think he's from San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, um, they. I, I think he. They are in. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to address that correctly. But he. They are in. Um, where is he? Uh, Nicasio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Um, yeah. All right. I, I don't have anything else to add, but uh, I, I wish I would have done it. It looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> There's always next year. <laughs> yeah, I need I think, to yeah, yeah. choose I wisely. I can't, I can't <laughs> over, overbook my calendar. Yeah. Well, you've got a, you've got some of your own, uh, uh races that you want to do you're 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 um on benchmark for some road marathons that you were talking about i have i have uh well i've hood to coast i leave for on thursday oh uh, right I, okay and uh that's gonna be fun that's 10 guys doing like 200 miles and then i have chicago yeah. in october Wow. So what's the weather going to be like sort of there in Chicago in October? It'll be cooler no, or really hot? No idea. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> uh, let's see. Chicago, October yeah. weather. Oh, it's going to be like high 62, low 50. Sounds nice. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, Not bad. Yeah. But wonder what 
uh, Oregon is like right now. Oregon, uh, yeah. Mount Hood. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's like 64 degrees, but that's up in the mountains. It's probably pretty cool, cool down so, by the ocean. So, so what? T- talk about that a little bit. So there's 10 guys, and 200 miles. So do you guys pick different? Like, are you first guy, second guy, third guy, fourth guy? How do you pick that? So we ha- we have a race organizer. His name is Chad. And let's see. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We have 11 guys right now. Uh, it, okay. It's been kind of in flux. No, I take it back. We have 10 because it was. I'm looking at a spreadsheet, and the uh-huh. first the first row says runner, and then it has two through 11. So we have we have 10. And uh, yeah, so Chad is, he picks our legs. And the the first leg I do is leg two. There are 36 legs. And yeah, what is, what is, I don't even know the distance. Hood to coast, total distance. It's funny, like I have this podcast and I don't even know <laughs> the races I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here figuring this out right now <laughs> yeah uh, it's, it's 200 miles exactly so 200 okay. miles across so that's easy so 20 miles a person uh so i do leg two and then i do leg 12 and then i do leg 22 uh these are like five and a half miles uh 5.8 miles 6.7 okay. miles that one's probably going to be like in the middle of the night Right, um, right. Mm-hmm. Probably like 4 a.m. or something. And then I have the second to the last leg, which is seven miles. Uh-huh. And that's, um, yeah, you just don't sleep, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so what is the name of your team? The Antelopes. Okay, awesome. <laughs> our 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 uh, our leader is really into fish, the band Fish. And antelopes. And, oh, and antelopes. Antelopes has something to do with fish, and um, I don't even know what. <laughs> okay, antelopes. Okay, so so what's the name of this again? It's called the Hood to Coast. Hood Hood to Coast. It's I think it's the largest relay like in north america because it has hundreds of teams i want to say hundreds and so hundreds of teams running 200 miles you start like in the mountains on mount hood and it's pretty it's pretty yeah the the first 5.4 miles drop Uh 1800 feet and then the second 5.6 miles which i do drop 1700 feet Wow. That's, yeah. And but then once so you're, you're, gonna be, I, you're yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be beat up, that. right? <laughs> but it's it's almost too steep, I think, to really open up. But um, is this so? Is this on well, trail or is this on pavement? It's asphalt. Yeah. Asphalt. Which okay. is to okay. my advantage because I can handle asphalt. Yeah. You're you're a good road runner. Sounds like. Yeah, I'm too big. Yeah. I'm too big for all the trails and stuff. <laughs> you need to be light to do trails and so um what's your strategy uh so is there like a van and then when you're done you climb into a van and take a nap or how do you what's the how does that work 
But yeah, there's two is there vans. An, is there an antelope van? <laughs> uh, you know, we need to decorate our van. We're going to have to do something. We need something to put horns that. on the front, right? Don't antelopes have horns? I, I don't even know if they have horns. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, well, Chad got these shirts with that said antelopes on it. And they're like, it's okay. an antelope running club. And okay. I didn't even put together that the antelopes have something to do with fish. And I thought he joined a different running club. <laughs> I was like, dude, WTF, why not Tamalpa, you know? <laughs> and he was he's like, what's G, Andy? You know, because it was had to do with fish and, and, and the race and nothing to do with the running club, but. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it should be should be uh, should be tiring. I uh, I don't know how I'm gonna sleep. Uh, so what so what day does this start? So you leave Thursday, but what day does it actually start? Friday morning. Our our uh, start time is 11:30 a.m. So the real yeah in in Mount Hood, and the really fast teams start like I want to say they let the the fast people go first. Okay. They don't want to, you know, have a bunch of congestion and stuff. They let they probably start like 8 a.m. or something, and okay. then it's just like a whole bunch of teams. And so they take your, you 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 estimate your your pace per mile, and I I put a pretty conservative pace because I didn't want to pressure myself. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, yeah, they take everybody's average pace and they figure it out. So it should take us. Uh oh, these are just interval times. So they right. they they're they're judging that I can do. Well, that's really fast. <laughs> there's <laughs> they're saying I can do 5.6 miles in 33 almost Why do I 34 keep minutes. This is the first time you've looked at this. <laughs> it is the first time I've looked at the spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're they're like, oh, Andy, we'll just cover that. He's he's got it. <laughs> okay, so you run the second leg at a blistering five and a half minute, half minute pace, so seventeen yeah, hundred feet downhill, right? It's pro- they probably want me at like a six. That's just a little over six minute pace. Yeah. Then you climb into the antelope van and pass out, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And then you don't run again until the twelfth leg. So there's, uh, yeah, I get like seven hours of rest. So every, every time I run, yeah, it's like a seven hour rest. What do you mean when you sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll just sleep in the van. I think so. Bring a pillow. Should, should be a piece of cake, but I don't plan on doing the first one fast. I I, I probably will. I just, I don't want to get downhill. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. That's true. But that's that's seventeen hundred feet downhill. Wow. So five and a half miles in seventeen hundred feet. What's the grade? Can we figure Gosh. that out? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. There's a there's a a thing I haven't read also. Hood to coast. Uh, <laughs> the other thing you haven't read. <laughs> uh, there's a pamphlet, and it tells okay. you the grade. Hood to coast handbook. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Okay. Pamphlet or it's loading. Yeah, I should do a whole podcast on this. Um, you I don't should. Know why I that would be cool too. After you know, after you're done, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. 
Okay, so leg one. A lot of sponsors. This is really big. Alaska Airlines is like sponsoring. This. Really? Yeah, wow. It's huge. Wow. Wow. Okay, commitment, team categories. Wow, I'm on like page 30. I haven't even got to the legs. Okay. Uh, know your routes. Oh, it just it just tells you very hard, hard, easy, medium. So I have a hard is my is leg two, and then I have what did I say? Leg twelve. Uh, leg, leg twelve is a it's a medium, easy. Okay. And then I have twenty two. Uh-huh. Which is a hard. Uh-huh. And then the fourth one would be, and this is if nobody gets injured. I might, we might have to cover uh-huh. for people if something, if something happens. That's a, or that's or if I get injured, yeah. That's an interesting point because I'm sure that happens. And then suddenly you're running more legs and you're like, oh, shoot. Okay. I, I heard, and then the 35 is a hard. I've heard almost on a, on average one person per team gets something happens where they can't gotcha, race because gotcha. yeah. there's just so many logistics yeah. and yeah. Yeah, so and, and some fun. of you guys are running at night. And so you start Friday morning. Friday morning at 11:30. And so, what's the estimated end day? Two hundred miles. So be that would be sat- Saturday. Uh, five. The estimated is Saturday, five twenty, one p.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty precise. In twenty-four <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna hold you to that. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. I yeah I I look at this chart because it's all calculated based on your your expected times for yeah. each runner and so it just uh-huh. cal- auto calculates everything but it's wow. um it's yeah. ambitious I don't know what this wow. column is six I am not running a six minute mile <laughs> <laughs> uh yes you are. Uh, oh, I it I know why it takes my time, and then it it lower based on the 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 elevation it it gives me faster time because oh, I'm going downhill. Oh, that's a really good question. What's the elevation there, other than the descent, that huge descent? Well, I think it's pretty high. Oh, there's not much climbing. You're you're going down. There is one. Oh, twenty. Has a 577 foot climb. So that's that's not much. That's not over much. over 5.7 well, miles. Yeah, so you're doing 100 feet in a mile. That's that's not too bad. That's gradual. It's it's mm-hmm. yeah, pretty gradual. Yeah, that that uh, number two has me pegged for a six six minute mile. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> How are you feeling about this now? <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do a six-minute mile on that. Sorry, Chad. Yeah. So what, <laughs> as a group, do you guys have group meetings? Do you guys, like, talk about how this is going to go down? Are you 
do you have a group kind of time? Yeah, goal? we so so Chad had a a group run. Like five of us got together, and then we did a a Zoom meet and greet because some people aren't in the area, yeah. so we couldn't we couldn't all meet in person. Uh, yeah. But mostly it's just dads, like in in Marin, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I know I know. Let's see, three of the guys in the group. Gotcha. Yeah. So it should be fun. Should be really fun. Yeah. All right. Well, well this was a good talk. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we'll. I'll probably do a post. Hood to coast, and. Uh, I, th- I think that would be fun. I'll invite you if you want to, if, if you'd like to join. I would. Yeah, I sure. Absolutely. For sure. I'll have cool. a lot of questions. <laughs> I, and I need to figure out how to get your photos you shared, like on a website somewhere, so I could like share them through the, the podcast. Because there's some really good Headlands photos you shared that are not, that, in addition to your Strava. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a beautiful area. You almost can't take a bad photo out there. It's magical. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, good talking. Okay. Yeah. Good talking. Thanks a lot, Carolyn. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Okay, bye.